Hello, and welcome to the first full episode of the Bloom Podcast. I am Taylor Onion, and today my guest is the charming and incredibly witty Melissa Lutz. Her big idea currently revolves around coffee and charity work, as she is the owner-slash-general manager of the Generous Coffee Shops in Denver and Golden, Colorado. We will cover exactly how we know each other in today's episode, but I'll tell you that Melissa and I go way back, farther back than either of us is probably willing to admit. Melissa is a go-getter, an adventurer, and just a really solid all-around lady. She also apparently likes to build suspense, as she waited until the very end of this interview to drop the relatively big name of her business partner at Generous Coffee. So you'll have to stay tuned the whole time to find out who that is. Or I suppose you could check her out on social media. Either way, please enjoy. But don't you feel like that's what we should do? The Here we go. Episode one, Melissa Lutz. Why, hello. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so obviously I know who you are, but for starters, I'll have you just kind of introduce yourself. If you want to share how we know each other, I'll leave that up to you. And whether you want to tell the truth or make up your own version of how we met. Uh, the oh, the tales I could tell. How much detail do you want me to share and how much time do you have? I mean, let's, this is the first episode, so we don't want to scare the listeners away <laughs> just yet. Noted, noted, okay. Well, I am Melissa Lutz. Taylor and I go all the way back to freshman year of college at the University of Illinois, where she was on the volleyball team, and I was certainly not, though I did tell people many a time that I was the libero on the team. Um and got away with it, I might add. Yes, by some miracle, people believed that I was athletic. They didn't know me. Um, so I was roommates uh, freshman year with one of our mutual best friends, Aaron, who is also on the team, and met Taylor through Aaron, and then the rest is history. We lived together for two two years in college. Mm-hmm. That does sound does sound accurate. Friendship just blossomed and grew and now here we are what almost 10 years later true that's still in contact i mean we started college in 2009 yeah i gotta that um on my screen i've got a setup in gallery view and it looks like we are on different sides of the same couch it does to me too (laughs) we did joke last night about playing it off like we were in the same room and unintentionally that happened right cheers Cheers, indeed. I don't know if the recording will go this way. I don't know either. (laughs) It worked for me. (laughs) Fantastic. And for people who are only listening and not watching this video, they'll have no idea what we mean. Uh, Yes, we're cheersing Uh on screen. But we won't bore you with those details. (laughs) I'm gonna. Are you regretting inviting me to this podcast yet? That was going to be my next, uh, my next segue was to say that Melissa uh, is, is kind of the ultimate shenanigan aficionado. So obviously I, I want to talk to you about what you're doing now with Generous and with the coffee um, scene, bursting onto the coffee scene, if you will. Uh, but also knowing that you are big into, into shenanigans and uh, many a time uh, we would, Aaron and I would return from, from trips 
that we, you know, we were away playing competition, whatever, and we would get back and all of our things would be turned upside down. They may have, you know, everything from my room would be in Aaron's room and vice versa. I think once we came back to maybe some silverware being out of the drawer, that might have had a longer story to it, but. Um, you don't need to dive into that rabbit hole. <laughs> we certainly don't. But as far <laughs> as, as uh, shenanigans go, this, this kind of video setup where it looks like we're on the same couch, despite the fact that you are in Denver, and I am in Tampa. It's uh, I think that kind of fits fits right along with it. I was gonna say it was um, awfully risky to invite me of all people onto your first episode. True. Well, and I did. There's some strategy um, that is involved here, and I want to say, uh, I wish I had like confetti and maybe a noise um, that I could make as well. But um, as my first guest, um, you have also agreed to be my co-host. So thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> with co-hosting um, abilities also comes um, the, the responsibility of creating the jingle um, for the show. Oh, good. I've been thinking of some oniony words. Um, I'm not really ready to prepare or to present what I have loosely prepared, but um, it's coming. It's going to be good. It's on its way. It has lots of layers. All right, good to know. Maybe we'll revisit. Appeal. It might make you cry, shed a tear, if you will. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so... Wait, are you curious about the co-hosting? Because... We'll revisit it. Tease <laughs> me, Taylor. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, let's, let's talk about Generous a little bit. What kind of led you to uh, get into this? I know I can remember talking in college and you had, uh, you were always trying to do something charitable charitable uh and so uh this kind of i mean it's no surprise that you ended up in this and i think this is kind of the most um specific you know dream that you had so to speak or specific idea that you had was to you know tie a coffee shop in some way to some kind of um you know charitable effort and i think that's you know case in point what you're doing with generous but um what what kind of led you to be interested in that to begin with well, do you want the long version or the short version? How much time, how long is this podcast? I'm shooting for like 30-ish minutes, 35. Oh, okay. Um, well, then we'll do the expedited version. Um, well, Taylor, you can attest to this, but I just, in college, I knew I'd studied marketing and advertising. Um, Taylor and I both were in the same program. Um, and I kind of realized right before graduation, which is not an ideal time to realize that you want to do something different than just straight marketing and advertising. Um, but I realized I wanted to work in the nonprofit world and um, make my skill set have some sort of meaning and help people in need. Um, but when you have zero experience in that field and you're starting to apply for jobs, you don't get very far. Um, <laughs> So I ended up taking a job in advertising at an agency and loved it. Like the work was fun, creative, um, but it was just like missing that meaningful piece. And so um, I was still applying for nonprofit jobs, just not hearing anything back, having still no experience. Um, and my aunt had actually started a few years prior a nonprofit in Haiti. And so she had invited me to come with her on a trip She's like, just get something on your resume, get some experience, come take a little vacation, no big deal. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'll give it a try, get something on my resume. 
Um, and when I got there, it was completely life-changing, um, seeing the way these people lived and how wonderfully kind they were and how little they had. Um, I just like deep in my heart felt this calling to help this specific community in the mountains in Haiti more. And so I started kind of just dreaming about what I could do and how I could use my skills to start something to um, help them more. Um, and I'd gone back probably like four more times before the idea of a coffee shop came up. And I just, I've always notoriously loved coffee. Even in like high school, I was known for having a coffee in one hand and like a dribble of coffee down my shirt. That's beside the point. Um, that's just who I am as a human. But um, I came up with this idea that I would start a coffee shop and then use the profits to funnel to the nonprofit so that we can help more. Um, and from there, I just started doing a bunch of research, coming up with a business plan, just kind of daydreaming nonstop, talking to anyone who would listen to me and not think I'm crazy. Or maybe many of you thought I was crazy and just repressed that, so thank you. Um, but that's really how it all started. Do you wish there's anything, I mean, obviously you've come before away since just having that as an idea and kind of gone from uh, what kind of SEM, SEO marketing to lattes and, and, and Haiti and that kind of a thing. But is there anything uh, maybe starting out on this journey with Jenner specifically that you wish you had known at the beginning? Um, honestly, there was a lot I didn't know when I started. And I think that's kind of what makes it fun and what makes it an adventure is like, I knew essentially nothing about running a coffee shop um, and what all that entailed and how much time that would take. Um, I knew it was gonna be a big sacrifice and like financially and with my time, like the amount of hours I put in there versus like a normal nine to five job is completely different. But I kind of like the little lessons that I've learned along the way and like making mistakes as I go and just Googling nonstop, I think makes it that much more rewarding to be where I'm at. If I had known anything more in the beginning that I know now, then it wouldn't be the journey that I've taken. Right. Would you say that's been your biggest resource? Just Googling things to find out how to, how do I do this? Oh yeah. <laughs> you can do anything with Google. The internet's wild. Um, you should say this, this is not an ad yet. Google. <laughs> Ooh, Google, do you want to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> if you're listening, Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, we love you. Um, yeah, Google. I have a whole bookshelf full of random books that either I've purchased or it's over there. That's why I'm looking at it. Um, <laughs> but you know that you're in the same room as me, Taylor. Yes, on the other end of the couch. Yes. Um, I purchased books. I've talked to anyone who would listen and offer advice. Um, I have a lovely coffee shop nearby that um, one of the managers lets me come in and pick his brain whenever I have questions. So it's, I'm very fortunate that I'm working in a community of like very kind people who wanna see each other succeed, even if you're technically their competition. Um, so mostly I'll utilize any resource I can find, but a lot of Googling. Right, that makes sense. Do you feel like um, 
the defining moments, like these little lessons that you've kind of learned along the way, is there one in particular that stands out to you that, that kind of brought um, clarity? Or do you think of them more as a series of events that each, each time you learn something new that you're, you know, kind of starting to get more and more clear on maybe the vision for the business or the vision for how the charity ties into it or how, you know, just how it works, I guess. Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing that's helped us to be successful and for our business to resonate with our customers is the storytelling aspect. Um, so I guess I should maybe tell you guys what the company does. But um, we have two shops, in, one in Denver, Colorado, and one in Golden. And we donate a portion of every sale to help fund projects for our partner nonprofits. And each shop has its own partner nonprofit. Um, so the interiors of each shop reflect the work that each nonprofit does. So in our first shop in Golden, we have a collage wallpaper of pictures from Honduras. Um, we work with Humanity and Hope United, and they do really, really awesome work in remote villages in Honduras, like helping them to become sustainable and self-sufficient. Um, and what's been really big for us is like communicating how much these purchases are impacting these people. Um, so telling every customer that comes in, thank you for contributing to help. Um, right now we're fundraising for jobs for women in Honduras. So that's been the big differentiating factor for us between us and other coffee shops is we're really trying to portray where their money is going and tell people exactly how much of their money is going to help these causes. So we have like a live um, fundraising goal and where we're at and meeting it. And then constantly on social media, we're telling people in the communities in Honduras and Haiti's stories, trying to really portray what life is like there and why it's so important that these nonprofits are helping. So I think the biggest lesson that I have learned is just how impactful that can be to a customer. Um, and it makes people want to come back and continue to purchase from us and make a conscious decision to buy their coffee from a company that's helping. Right. What is uh, the best way for those who are not local to support your efforts? So if I want uh, some generous coffee or if I want to be able to um, help out with the generous cause in either Haiti or Honduras, how do I get involved to, uh, and, and do that? Wonderful question. Um, right now you can purchase online at generousmovement.com. We sell all of our coffee, some coffee mugs, jewelry, all um, partnering with um, companies that make impactful products as well. So our mugs give water for one week to um, a family in Africa. And then our t-shirts are made by women in Haiti who are paid well above livable wages, which is kind of unheard of in Haiti. Um, and they each use six recycled water bottles. So you're providing jobs and recycling. Um, so if you shop at generousmovement.com, that'll um, help the company as a whole, and then also have a ripple effect on impacting people in other countries that our partner companies work with. Um, and if you use the promo code coffee shop, a portion of the profits will come straight to the coffee shops so that we can give more to our partner nonprofits. Um, you can also buy gift cards for friends that are local. 
in the Colorado area to come in and get coffee. And then we also currently are doing a pay it forward board um, so that people in need can come get a coffee. We've had kind of a cool amount of success with it. We started this board allowing people to pay for other people's coffee in advance and dictate whether it's like going to a healthcare worker or someone who lost a job that's been working in the restaurant industry or whatever people want, they can pay for in advance. And then people have been coming in and redeeming them. A lot of people who redeem continue to pay it forward. Um, and if you want to pay it forward, um, you can Venmo us. So um, I'm trying to think it's just, at Generous Coffee Shop, or you can send us a DM on our Instagram. Nice. Lots of ways to help. Awesome. Well, now correct me if I'm wrong, Melissa, but it does sound like your your um, business is starting to bloom. I'll see what you did there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to mix that into the to the first episode somehow. In which, if you're if you're seeing, then you can see that my tank top says bloom as well, which was a gift from uh, one of my friends, Lindsay. Shout out. Very fitting. What a thoughtful gal. Cheers to you, Lindsay. Cheers to Lindsay. Oh, there we go. Yep. There we go. That's awesome, though. There's there's so many, obviously, different kinds of ways to, um, to help and to get involved, even from afar, which is especially good right now, considering the climate that we're in. Um, it is uh, Tuesday. And it's Tuesday here when we're recording this, which isn't really going to matter by the time it gets it get, gets posted. But as far as your kind of day to day in this time that we're facing, um, all the all the changes that we've seen from kind of the coronavirus and the ripple effect that has had on the service industry specifically, um, what kind of does your day to day look like right now? Um, normally, I'm at the shop. So right now, I'm kind of holding down the fort. Um, running the shop in Golden. We temporarily closed our Denver shop just because it was new and we didn't really have the customer base to sustain staying open through this. Um, but right now I'm there. I was there seven days a week. We decided to close on Tuesdays, which gives me a day off and allows me to join podcasts. Um, but mostly for me, it's open. We're being at the shop open to close. We've turned the food hall that we're located in into a farmer's market sourcing local produce and meats and all different things so that people can do their grocery shopping online and then we just pack it up and place it in the back of their car. Um, so a lot of the past few weeks has been just trying to come up with unique ways to keep business coming in and help people in need um, without increasing any um, contact between each other. So a lot of time sitting at the shop thinking is the non-glamorous reality of it. <laughs> Lots of time to, uh, to brainstorm and, and think of maybe the next uh, Pay It Forward-like project will, will come out of this time and you'll uh, have brainstormed a brand new idea. Yeah, who knows? The possibilities are endless, they say. They truly are. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, um, as far as, as generous goes, I think you've done a great job of kind of uh, describing that. And I think, um, you know, explaining to people how they can get involved. And we'll, of course, uh, provide all that information as well once we, once we post this officially and post to socials and all that kind of good stuff. Um, outside of that, outside of the generous cause and, and chasing big ideas and doing your damnedest to make it a reality, uh, what do you find yourself doing in Denver? Oh, uh, you know, as of late, 
my hobbies have dwindled and a lot of time has been spent at the coffee shop, which is fine because that is a chosen hobby and I knew it would take up a lot of my time. But outside of that, um, I just like being outdoors. That's kind of why I moved to Denver to start this instead of doing it in Chicago. Um, I like hiking and camping and live right by a lake. So I'll go out and walk around around that. Um, usually I like spending time with friends. Um, this is unique in that I cannot. Um, but I'm a pretty social person, pretty crafty, I'd say. Taylor might disagree. I don't know. I would not disagree. In fact, I, I would definitely agree. Very crafty. Good with clay. Good with and uh, crayons in hot glue guns. <laughs> Did a lot of experimenting with weird crafts, so. Pinterest was big when we were in college, I feel like, and so there were a lot of, um, you know, strange, a lot of Pinterest fails that probably happened in, uh, I think that's accurate. in, in uh, Urbana-Champaign back in the day. Back in the day. Um, but yeah, I, other than that, you know when you're put on the spot and suddenly you have no hobbies? <laughs> I find that to be the case with anybody that that question gets asked to. <laughs> I do. I don't knit. I don't read that often. <laughs> what can Everyone in quarantine has been talking about all the books they're reading, and I have this bad habit of falling asleep like three pages into a book, so it takes me forever to make progress. Yeah. So I don't do that much reading, and I don't have a lot to discuss when people are like, I read this book. How about you? Well, maybe your hobby is napping then. Lately, Yes, on accident even. I've gotten in this weird habit of like blinking for too long and um, opening my eyes three hours later, very confused. It passes the time. I can imagine that it would. <laughs> I want to kind of uh, uh, wrap this up by A, asking your favorite word, and um, by B, just I'm going to open it up and any kind of last thoughts that, that you want to share either about about generous, um, about, you know, kind of the, the lessons you've learned to date. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of leave that to you. But first and foremost, your favorite word. Oh gosh, there's so many. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Just full panic mode right now. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, can I start with the second one and then come back to the first? <laughs> um, what was the second one? <laughs> a lesson I've learned that I'd like to leave. Just yeah, if you if you want to kind of um, share any lasting thoughts, there's other uh, people I'm sure who are trying to chase down similar dreams or trying to start their own businesses. And so if there's any, um, you know, anything that stands out to you, I guess it's as simple as what advice might you offer somebody uh, who who's going down a similar path. Um. Yeah. So mine is kind of two parts. Um. When you have a dream, talk to anyone and everyone about it who will listen. You never know who they know and how they can help and who they can connect you with. Um, and then ask for big things. Like, don't be afraid to reach out and boldly ask someone to help you. Um, I kind of got where I am because I asked a big favor from a stranger that I didn't know at the time. I guess that's something I left out of this whole story is that um, my business partner, you all may know from ABC's The Bachelor, 
Um, ben Higgins and I have been working on this coffee shop project together. Um, he had started Generous um, the week that I moved out to Denver. Oddly enough, he announced that he was starting Generous Coffee to help um, fund projects for nonprofits, which is essentially exactly what I moved to Denver to do. Um, and I emailed him kind of out of the blue. His email address was on his Instagram and I sent him this long email of what I wanted to do, asking if I could help him in any way, seeing if there's potential for collaboration. And that's honestly like kind of outside of anything I've done before. It felt like bold and scary, but at the same time, I was like, I don't even know this guy. What do I have to lose if he never answers me or he just straight up shuts me down? Like, I'm, I'm exactly where I'm at now. Um, and then fast forward two years later, now we have two coffee shops that we're working on together. So um, talk to anyone who will listen and ask for things that you need from people who could potentially help you get to where you need to be. That's my two pieces of advice. I love it. Uh, and now for your favorite word. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> that is a great word. That's a good word. Ingree. Ingree? Use it in a sentence. Stop putting me on the spot. <laughs> You're right. Okay, okay. Um, one day I asked Taylor if she liked pizza and she responded, Indubitably. Well played. Thank you. And true, I do love pizza. I know, I watched you eat bagel bites last night. <laughs> Don't tell the people my secrets. Understood. You invited me on here, you knew it was at risk. Also, bagel bites, if you are listening and would like to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Also, wine. Wine, if you're listening and want a sponsor. And coffee. Oh, wait. <laughs> Generous coffee. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I did offer to sponsor. I did let you know my budget is. You did, you did. Very small. And that's okay. That's so is ours right now. We're in a building. We could be five dollars richer if you take on generous as a sponsor. <laughs> ah, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, Melissa. Well, thank you so much for joining me as the uh, first official guest of the Blue. Woo! excited to, to get this off the ground very excited to have you on talk about your your big ideas and and what you're doing with them well it was an honor to be your first guest it was no pressure at all um and tune in next week for a weird jingle <laughs> <laughs> true we never did get to that next time we'll yeah i gotta think on it i gotta finish this glass of wine and then maybe the creative juices will truly be flowing we bring you back for episode like nine or ten and and by that time we maybe should have already had a jingle but you'll still be here to create it maybe i could just come in for every podcast and just sing you a lovely ditty and then see myself out that could be your co-hosting responsibilities yeah what happened to that why am i waiting till episode nine also for the people listening uh taylor and i have never been good at saying goodbye it is usually this long and drawn out and with that, <laughs> you, adieu. Thanks for tuning in. Surprise, I'm back. Typically, we'll use this time at the end of the show to recap what we've talked about with our interviewee and highlight any info on their big idea that they have provided to us. 
In today's recap, however, Melissa and I will talk a little bit more about what the Bloom Podcast is all about. So hang out for a few more minutes to hear us wrap up episode one. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Bloom Pod. I'm Melissa, your official host of the pod. No. Co-host. Sidekick? Sidekick. There it is. Melissa, let's hear your official sidekick of the Bloom Pod. Ordinarily, Taylor and I will be taking this time after each interview to kind of recap, add our thoughts, add any extra input that we have. But since this interview was with me, we figured we'd take this opportunity to share a little bit about Taylor, our official host, and um, what inspired her to create this podcast. So to get the ball rolling, Taylor, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I am Taylor Onion. I am your official host for the Bloom Pod. Uh, A little bit about me. I grew up in a small farm town called Industry, Illinois. uh, Over in the belly of the state is what I like to tell people. Uh, Played volleyball for four years at the University of Illinois and have um, spent most of my career working in college athletics at some, uh, some great institutions really in the middle uh, and the southeast corner of the United States. Um, and now I'm, I'm working on my, my doctorate degree and uh, just, you know, kind of trying to, to keep sane through that. Awesome. Very big things happening for you. Um, so what inspired you to create this podcast and what do you hope to achieve with it? Uh, this is an idea that I've been kind of toying with for the past few years. Um, had the opportunity recently to kind of bounce some ideas um, off of some friends. And it was kind of one of those things where it's like, well, no time like the present. So finally asked the question, hey, if I was to create a podcast, what should it be about? Um, and the conversation really just ended with, let's just let's just kind of talk to people um, and, and follow their ideas. Um, and so that's really what it's about, the inspiration from it. Um, from this idea of um, kind of blooming into who you are as a person, um, hence the name, um, and a little bit, it, it's that concept of, of what are kind of the, the experiences that you've had in life that have helped you bloom into that person that you're supposed to be, um, and also because I was the Bloomin' Onion at the 2019 Outback Bowl, so, um, you know, I'm Taylor Onion, and this is the Bloom Pod, and I'm hoping to get out of it um, I, I really just needed another creative outlet um, and just a space to, you know, talk to people, to connect to people, um, hopefully to get some inspiration for my dissertation topic, as I have not fully decided on what that is yet. So um, a few reasons behind it. But I, I think the kind of number one thing that I'm hoping to get out of it is just, you know, um, creative inspiration and, and a little bit of fun. Cool. So we can look forward to talking to some serious dream chasers on here. Absolutely. Love it. Um, so what dreams are you personally chasing? Personally, um, the, dis- the, the doctoral, the dissertation will be a part of that, but um, getting my doctorate is the kind of current dream that I would say that I'm chasing. Um, I-, I feel like um, within this podcast specifically, I obviously would like to see it grow and, and kind of uh, bloom into something larger than, than what it could <laughs> Uh, something larger than than what it is obviously right now in episode one but um, I think those are kind of the two the two biggest things is to you know uh, be able to to tie education with 
something that I'm passionate about and, and, you know, find that calling in life, so to speak. Awesome. So what would you say makes this podcast different than others that our listeners might have listened to already? Well, first and foremost, I am not a celebrity. So a lot of the podcasts that are out there are hosted by celebrities that have already got a platform, uh, you know, that they're using to either talk to other celebrities or to talk to people who are, are doing really cool things. Um, for me, uh, this is a very uh, blue collar uh, level podcast, if you will. Um, and so I'm hoping to, to, you know, connect with people who wouldn't otherwise have maybe an opportunity to talk about some of the ideas that they're chasing. You know, they're not they maybe don't like me, uh, have celebrity connections as, as most of us, uh, you know, in this world. So, um, it's really just a a platform to promote, you know, kind of those, those everyday people who are, who are chasing big ideas. Cool. I love that. Um, okay. So we're going to wrap this up with one final question and I wouldn't be Melissa if I didn't have a question prepared that I didn't let Taylor in on in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so here it goes. Let's see how she answers. What is something that most people listening wouldn't know about you? Ooh. Most people listening would not know that I, I'm going to share two things. I can play the saxophone and I have my motorcycle license. Most people probably wouldn't know that about me. Nice. Can I share a third? uh annually taylor plays um a role in her local town's production of um the birth of jesus yes the live nativity scene what's your role um this year i was one of the three kings ah we're gonna need photo evidence of that you can probably make that happen yes All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap on episode one. Thank you, Taylor, for sharing a little input on who you are as a person and um, that you are a king. And thank you, trusty sidekick, for helping the listeners get to know uh, the, the official host of the Bloom Pod a little bit better. And we'll look forward to bringing uh, episode two um, just as soon as we can can get it recorded and, and uploaded onto Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Check us out. We'll see you soon.